So why do the wicked always seem to prosper in this world? That is a topic we'll discuss today with Robert Knight right here on the Christian Worldview Radio Program, where the mission is to sharpen the biblical worldview of Christians and to share the good news that all people can be reconciled to God through faith in Jesus Christ. I'm David Wheaton, the host, and our website is thechristianworldview.org. Well, thanks for joining us today here on The Christian Worldview as we discuss why do the wicked prosper. Psalm 73 talks all about this. Uh, One passage in that psalm, verses 2 and 3 say, But as for me, my feet came close to stumbling, the, the psalmist said. My steps had almost slipped, for I was envious of the arrogant as I saw the prosperity of the wicked. So here's a believer in God looking at how the wicked prosper and just just making him stumble. Like, I don't get it. I thought, I thought if you follow God, things are going to prosper, whereas if you don't, things won't. That's what we're going to talk about today. So this week in the news, there was a big press conference with the attorneys of President Donald Trump, uh, led by Rudy Giuliani, the former mayor of New York, Sidney Powell, who's also a well-known attorney, and also Jenna Ellis. And uh, they had an attorney about uh, allegations of election fraud that took place that they're going to be presenting in court. And here is what Sidney Powell said this week uh, in that particular press conference on Thursday. Being in office, we're allowed to rig their elections. This is stunning, heartbreaking, infuriating, and the most unpatriotic acts I can even imagine for people in this country to have participated in in any way, shape, or form. And I want the American public to know right now that we will not be intimidated. American patriots are fed up with the corruption from the local level to the highest level of our government, and we are going to take this country back. We are not going to be intimidated. We are not going to back down. We are going to clean this mess up now. President Trump won by a landslide. We are going to prove it, and we are going to reclaim the United States of America for the people who vote for freedom. Okay, that was Sidney Powell, an attorney for President Trump, uh, looking into the uh, allegations of fraud. Now, what she said there, I'm sure you heard it there, is major. I mean, that, that's a major, major allegation that President Trump won by a landslide. Not not Biden, Trump. So that would be overturning what everyone thinks happened on the election. If it can be proved, if they can prove this in a court of law, that the recent presidential election was fraudulently tipped to Joe Biden, this would be the most significant crime in U.S. history. I can't think of anything a bigger crime than that, stealing a presidential election. Now, Powell and the other attorneys for the president held that press conference on Thursday, claiming they have many sworn witnesses and evidence of extensive fraud, even involving non-American entities, which all conspired to defeat Donald Trump and put Biden ostensibly, presumptively, in power. There is a war for truth right now raging in our country, and every Christian should be praying that the unmistakable truth of the election becomes clear. And that's why we have Robert Knight on the program today. He's a columnist for the Washington Times and One News Now, and he joins us this weekend to discuss these allegations 
uh, what, how the media is handling them, and what a potential Biden administration would mean for the country. And in light of everything that's taking place, allegations of fraud and uh, the worldview of the left, we're also going to discuss a fundamental question in the second half of the program. Why do the w- wicked prosper in their God-rejecting ways? Let's get to the first segment with Robert Knight. Robert, thank you for coming on the program today. I know you're you're on the road, but uh, you've been writing extensively in your columns this year in the lead-up to the election uh, about all different angles uh, regarding uh, this particular presidential election specifically. This is from Newsmax, who aired the press conference live. And Fox aired it live, Fox News, but CNN and others didn't. So I want to get to that in a little bit, too, about the press coverage. Allegations ranged from complaints that Republican observers weren't allowed to observe vote counting in Philadelphia and Detroit. Uh, that's one thing. We've heard about that. To a claim by Trump lawyer Sidney Powell that U.S. voting machines made by Dominion Voting Systems, uh, used software made in Venezuela at the direction of Hugo Chavez, who's now dead. He died in 2013, but the software apparently was directed by him. Obviously, he was a communist, tyrannical dictator. Dominion Voting System is an American company that has said it has no connection to Venezuela. Basically, it comes down to this. They think there's widespread voting fraud, especially in the, the software that's able to be changed. Uh, votes counting went over to overseas uh, countries, came back. These are probably the most explosive allegations in American history from a voting standpoint, if they are true. What do you make of this development today, Robert? I'd like to say the vote fraud actually began well before the election uh, because uh, over the last few years, uh, the Democrats have been weakening election safeguards by installing same-day voter registration, which doesn't give time to really vet uh, new voter registrations, early voting, uh, so the elections go on forever, automatic voter registration, uh, and most importantly, getting rid of voter ID laws. Uh, you don't have to prove anymore you are who you say you are. It, it was the simplest safeguard. It's universal. It's everywhere around the world, except in a lot of American states now where Democrats govern. Uh, they also have judges that altered election law unilaterally just before the election. Uh, citing COVID, they said, okay, the counting can, can go as long as uh, six days in one state, three days in another, 11 days in another uh, and by the way, in a couple states, the ballots didn't have, even have to be postmarked November before November 3rd or on November 3rd. This this is a recipe for vote fraud. It couldn't it couldn't result in anything else. So when the election unfolded and then the counting stopped in the middle of the night with President Trump ahead in several key states, including Pennsylvania, by hundreds of thousands of votes. And then when the voting began again the next day, uh, hundreds of thousands of votes were suddenly found for Joe Biden. Uh, people can't be faulted for suspecting massive vote fraud. Uh, there are other indicators here uh, that make the idea that Joe Biden, who is reclusive in his basement and in apparently declining uh, mental capacity, beat a sitting president uh, who revived the economy and did any number of creditable accomplishments. Republicans retained all state legislatures they controlled. Uh, They picked up both houses in New Hampshire. They added two governorships. They added 
probably double-digit seats in the U.S. House of Representatives. Uh, they're probably going to retain the Senate. And in 18 of 19 bellwether counties, that is, counties that have chosen the winner in the presidential election every single time since 1980, President Trump won 18 of 19 of these counties. Uh, given all that, to say that, oh, no, Biden really won, even though there was a huge Republican vote nationwide, uh, and, and all these Republicans were voting down ticket, but voting for Joe Biden, apparently up ticket, that doesn't wash. It makes no sense. It doesn't pass, pass the straight face test. And, and now that Sidney Powell uh, in particular has come forward with the allegations that these voting machines run by Dominion and one other firm can easily switch votes by the hundreds of thousands, which may have occurred, I, I see the media more than ever saying, well, stop these allegations. Let's crown Joe Biden president and let's move on. Anyone who says otherwise is a liar, a racist, uh, is killing democracy. Uh, their, their rhetoric is getting more shrill as they realize maybe the jig is up. Maybe this massive vote fraud that they've been working on for years will finally be uncovered and we can go forward with fairer elections. Robert Knight joins us today in the Christian Realview, a columnist for The Washington Times and One News Now. His website is roberthknight.com. You can sign up for his weekly column by just emailing him, robertknight, the number four, at gmail.com. Uh, your answer there segued into my next topic I wanted to talk to you about is the media coverage of this story. Again, if this story is true or there's a lot of truth to this story that this this presidential election of the most powerful nation in the world was fraudulently won uh, through voter fraud uh, by the Democrat Party, that is the biggest story uh, in the last, who knows, uh, many decades of, of the United States. So much is at stake. And yet... It's almost like living in an alternate universe, uh, Robert. I was watching the news conference with Giuliani, Sidney Powell, and Jenna Ellis today laying out their allegations. They're going to take them to court. Of course, they're going to need to prove these things. Someone's not telling the truth here. Either it's not this group of legal uh, the team representing Donald Trump or the Democrats aren't telling the truth, but they're telling exactly the opposite stories. Uh, there's nothing to see here. Keep moving along versus this is massive voter fraud. Someone's got to be wrong. It's going to be litigated. But the coverage of it, Robert, in the media is truly unbelievable. I turned over to, to CNN. I went to their website. There's not a word on their website about this press conference, these allegations today. Uh, you go to Fox News, you get you get some reporting on it. They actually did cover it, but then some of the reporters uh, kind of downplay. There's nothing to see here. There's no there's no fraud here. And then other networks, it's it's all election fraud all the time. What do you make of where we are in this country from a media standpoint, Robert? Because it just it seems like. You go to a, a certain place to hear what you want to hear. There's no more covering what the other side says. It's like a propaganda machine wherever you go. Okay, you're listening to an interview with Robert Knight today. But before he answers that question about what is going on in the media, because you just hear completely different perspective, not only that, but you hear the coverage of completely different stories. Like they won't even cover certain stories. This press conference, as I was saying, took place on Thursday. It wasn't even being covered on, on CNN and I believe on MSNBC as well. Fox did carry it. But just let me give you an example 
of the type of thing that even Fox, we consider to be you know, conservative news source. Listen to what the reporter Kristen Fisher said on Fox News right after this 90-minute press conference from uh, Trump's legal team. This is Kristen Fisher. Notice all the opinions she injects in her reporting. Well, that was certainly a colorful news conference from Rudy Giuliani, but it was light on facts. So much of what he said was simply not true or has already been thrown out in court. And, uh, you know, Giuliani, he opened by making this really bold and baseless claim that uh, a lot of this alleged nationwide voter fraud that he's referring to all came from one centralized place. He called it a nationwide conspiracy. Uh, And yet, He failed to provide any hard evidence to back up that one specific claim, especially when you're dealing with uh, a claim that really cuts to the core of our democratic process. Now, up on that stage with Giuliani was a big poster with the headline, Multiple Paths to Victory. But Giuliani never credibly explained a single path, let alone multiple ones. So, Dana, the fact remains that the Trump campaign has yet to provide, at least in court, hard evidence of voter fraud and irregularities widespread enough to overturn the outcome of the election and to effectively challenge President-elect Joe Biden's stance uh, as the president-elect. That's good old Fox News there. That's a reporter. Just remember the words you use. Light on facts, baseless claims, never credibly explained, no evidence. Watch how Robert Knight explains how that's taking place all over the media. There's no reporting. It's opinion journalism. We'll come back and discuss much, much more right here on the Christian Real View. I'm David Wheaton. Who is George Soros, and what does he believe? Are you religious? No. Do you believe in God? No. Soros told the independent newspaper in Great Britain, it is a sort of disease when you consider yourself some kind of God, the creator of everything. But I feel comfortable about it now since I began to live it out. Soros spends his billions to transform America into godless socialism. Be informed about him and the organizations he funds by ordering this George Soros resource bundle, which includes a 60-minute DVD, 60-page book, and 16-page follow-the-money chart and guide for a donation of $50 or more to the Christian Worldview. To order, call 1-888-646-2233 or write to Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota, 55331, or visit that's thechristianworldview.org. The Bible says that children should be raised in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. There's nothing more important than sitting, walking, talking, and teaching your son or daughter to love and fear God. The church is swimming in children's resources, but it's ultra important to select ones that accurately represent God, His Word, and the Gospel. At our store on thechristianworldview.org, We are intentional about offering resources that will build a sound and strong faith in children. You will find several Bibles for children, the Adam Raccoon book series, and Good News for Little Hearts series. We also have video and audio resources like Theo and Sugar Creek Gang. Browse them all at thechristianworldview.org and then use them daily with the child God has put in your life. That's thechristianworldview.org.
welcome back to the Christian Worldview radio program. I'm David Wheaton, the host. Our website is thechristianworldview.org, and uh, we're coming up here to the end of 2020, so that means our annual end-of-year print newsletter and resource guide is going to be mailed out soon. So if you have never subscribed to that, it's free. Uh, we'd highly encourage you to do so. You can do so by just going to the, our website, thechristianworldview.org, where you can sign up for the weekly email and also the annual print newsletter, which is coming out soon. Or if you'd just rather call us, you can call us in our office at one 646 2233 That end-of-year letter is in process right now. There's a I write a letter to listeners, and there's a resource guide and all sorts of things uh, in, in that, also a way to uh, support the ministry of the Christian Worldview. We're definitely looking for um, uh, monthly partners. It would be a, a great way to support the ministry of any amount. So uh, please subscribe to that, and uh, you'll get that in the coming weeks. Okay, today in the program, our guest is Robert Knight, a columnist for One News Now and the Washington Times. He's been on the program a couple times this year talking about current events. And we're talking about why do the wicked prosper? And we're getting into the the media element of the coverage of this allegations of election fraud. Let's get back to the interview with Robert Knight. What do you make of where we are in this country from a media standpoint, Robert? Because it just it seems like you go to a, a certain place to hear what you want to hear. There's no more covering what the other side says. It's like a propaganda machine wherever you go. Well, what we've got is a mainstream media that effectively is the voice of the Democratic Party and the ruling elites who are trying to force their values on the American public. And then you have the Samizdat. Um, that was the term for the underground Soviet press uh, in behind the Iron Curtain in countries that were controlled by communists. Uh, the Samizdat would be Fox News to some extent, uh, Christian Talk Radio, uh, townhall.com, Newsmax, One American News, and a few other outlets. Uh, the Washington Times is part of it. Trying to report objectively uh, with a conservative viewpoint at bottom, no, no question about it, but at least trying to sift the facts. Uh, from what I've seen of the mainstream media, they have just given up journalism. And I say that as a former news editor for the Los Angeles Times. I saw the newsroom shift in the seven years I was in that newsroom uh, from just being liberal journalists turning into political activists, uh, unconcerned about getting both sides of a story. Now it's even worse than it was then. My column that will be coming out next week uh, talks about how I think journalists have managed to rig up a algorithm by which – uh, at the Washington Post and other newspapers, anytime there's a mention of vote fraud or voter irregularities, they insert the word baseless or without evidence or, or false, just reflexively. This includes headlines. Uh, and so th it's gotten so bad that the, the Post will say things like protesters falsely claim that vote fraud occurred. Who are they to say this is yeah. false? Have they examined all the evidence? I don't think so. Uh, they said this right after the election took place, before all the ballots were counted. And heck, they're still counting ballots today. Uh, and yet they proclaim that anybody who even questions it uh, is lying. Uh, they do this in fact checks, even. Uh, they call opinions lies. What's worse is social media has incredible clout in communication today, and they shut down discussion of the Biden scandals 
which were fully documented. Uh, Joe Biden and his son Hunter were up to their ears in Chinese contracts, Ukrainian contracts, and they just shut it all down. Twitter went so far as to shut down the account of the New York Post on October 14th, a couple weeks before the election, which laid out the evidence about Hunter Biden's rich contracts and how the big guy he refers to in emails is is obviously Joe Biden, who was going to get a cut of the action. One third of voters for Joe Biden, according to surveys, were totally unaware of the Hunter Biden, Joe Biden scandal involving China and the Ukraine. And a a good portion of them said they would have changed their vote if they'd known that. Mm. Well, that would have made the difference in all the battleground states. Uh, Donald Trump would have had a landslide. Sidney Powell and her team say that he, in fact, did have a landslide and that it's only been the manufacturer of hundreds of thousands of false votes for Joe Biden that has made the election even close. Uh, the more I look at this, uh, the more I, th- I think this is a credible claim. And I think they're holding back evidence because they want to present it in court. They know the media would just discount it right. and twist it and uh, make make fun of it. Uh, but they, they're, they're waiting for the real audience, which is the judges. Here's a concern of mine, David, and that is that uh, the Democrats and the media are trying so hard to say this is a done deal. It's over. Anyone who says otherwise is a, is a racist or a fool or is lying. And Joe Biden's talking to world leaders, and it's all over. Uh, go home. There's nothing to see here. They're doing this on purpose so that when this this evidence reaches the U.S. Supreme Court, uh, even if it's compelling, the U.S. Supreme Court may be – reluctant to overturn what has been decided in the press as a done deal, a an American election. Uh, they don't want to be put in that position. So this is why the Democrats, who own most of the media uh, and social media, certainly, uh, are pushing this narrative so hard that it's over and you can't question it. They know that the courts are going to have to sort it out, and they want to put the courts on the hot seat. I think we're on the brink of something that's unprecedented in our country. If this comes to a head, uh, there's this assumption by so much of the country, the the leftist media, mainstream media, many just citizens in this country who have no idea, like you mentioned, they had no idea about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden's involvement in China and in the Ukraine. They have no idea because the news sources they go to don't even talk about this. This will come to a head. It is going to go into court. And if it ends up at the Supreme Court, let's hope the right thing uh, can be done. No matter what momentum is ostensibly being created right now, we need to know we have fair elections, whatever the outcome is, by the way, even if it proves that they look yep. into allegations and they're not all the votes aren't there. Uh, we still need to know in this country that we have free and fair elections. Robert Knight with us today, a columnist for The Washington Times and One News Now Network. Uh, Robert, how do these newsrooms and you mentioned social media? I, I watched the executives of Twitter, Jack Dorsey and Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, in a hearing before Congress this week for, I think, a Senate committee. And they were just blatantly. Uh, censoring conservative news, as you just mentioned. And also you can add universities to this. They are also one-sided on the left. How do they get that way? In other words, why aren't there, or why don't, why don't they go to the right? I, why do these, these, these entities always move left and they become just so like an uh, echo chamber? 
Well, part of the reason is they're headquartered in the Bay Area uh, near San Francisco, which is very liberal. So they're in a bell chamber. All they hear is the same opinions. Uh, but if they do happen to hear a contrary opinion, they're quick to weed it out. Uh, I saw this in newsrooms, uh, such as the L.A. Times, where if they discovered someone was conservative, uh, that was pretty much the end of their advancement in the newsroom uh, because they didn't fit in. Uh, they didn't march in lockstep to liberal opinion. Uh, yeah, and even liberals looked over their shoulders when venturing an opinion just in case it wasn't in vogue at that time. Because, as you know, the the ruling elites uh, changed the game constantly. And what was once accepted suddenly becomes a mark of that you're a racist or you're just some awful person, you're a homophobe or whatever else. Uh, so there, there's a there's a self-policing that goes on in, in the news business and certainly in Silicon Valley. And Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter, admitted it was wrong to spike the New York Post story about Hunter Biden and his laptop and the rich contracts in Ukraine and China. But, you know, he can say that now that the election's over. Uh, but that constitutes a form of election interference to me because the social media are pretty much a, a public conduit now. Uh, you might argue, well, they're privately owned, so it's not like they're the telephone company, and they're not on the airwaves, so the FCC doesn't control them as it does uh, the radio and TV uh, content. Well, they don't control it, but they police it. However, they operate as they have all kinds of leeway away from government control precisely because they're supposed to be open, free, fair forums. And it turns out they're not. So I think there's a comeuppance coming for them. I think the, there'll be antitrust action against them. Uh, of course, this all depends on whether President Trump survives, because if there's a Biden administration, I imagine they'll be patting them on the head instead and thanking them for what they did mm -hmm. to help elect Joe Biden. They'll be putting them in, in the cabinet, the inner circle of the, the, the Oval Office. Robert Knight with us today here on the Christian Worldview. Before we get to uh, the question on what can we expect if Joe Biden does end up becoming the president, uh, I, I want to ask one question, just back to this these allegations of election fraud. You think about this story, uh, the, the stealing if, in fact, this is true, the stealing of the election for the presidency of the United States. I mean, the most powerful country in the world, economically, militarily. It would be hard to overstate how major of a criminal offense this would be. Where is the FBI in all of this? I mean, in other words, why isn't the FBI, especially in light of the fact that throughout the Trump administration, uh, from the fact that uh, from the start of the, the kind of the fake dossier against Trump to spying on his campaign uh, to the fraudulent accusations of collusion with Russia that the impeachment was based on and so many other things. Do we have a Federal Bureau of Investigation anymore that's nonpartisan or is it completely we, that can't be trusted at all either? Robert Knight will answer that question after this next break of the day on the Christian Realview. That's another troubling thing. Not only the media in the tank for the left, but is the FBI literally so partisan that they won't investigate these huge fraud claims as well? We'll come back and talk more on the Christian Realview. David Wheaton here, host of the Christian Realview. 
For over 15 years, our mission has been to sharpen the biblical worldview of Christians and to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. We pursue that mission on air through radio programs, in person hosting events, and online through audio, video, and print resources. We are an all-volunteer ministry, but have monthly operating expenses, the most significant being the cost of airtime on the station, website, or app on which you hear the radio program. We are looking for monthly partners so that each station or website is supported by its own listeners. The level of financial support for a given outlet is a key decision point whether we continue paying to broadcast there. To become a monthly partner of any amount, call us toll-free 1-888-646-2233 or visit thechristianworldview.org. Thank you for listening to and supporting The Christian Worldview. There's an abundance of Christian resources available, but the reality is that many of them, even some of the most popular, do not lead to a sound and strong faith. While there's only one perfect book, a key aim of the Christian worldview is to identify and offer resources that are biblically faithful and deepen your walk with God. In our online store, we have a wide range of resources for all ages, adult and children's books and DVDs, Bibles and devotionals, unique gifts, and more. So browse our store at thechristianworldview.org and find enriching resources for yourself, family, friends, small group, or church. You can also order by calling toll-free 1-888-646-2233. That's 1-888-646-2233. Or visit thechristianworldview.org. Back on the Christian Realview radio program, I'm David Wheaton, the host. Our website is thechristianrealview.org. That's the best place to get connected with the ministry of the Christian Realview and sign up for our free weekly email. You can also get our annual print newsletter. Sign up through there as well. That's coming out within probably a week or two. Uh, audio of past programs. You can order lots of resources. We have the George Soros Resource Bundle still. Uh, as our current offer in Cal Beisner's booklet, How Does the Creation Care Movement Threaten the Pro-Life Movement? Either these are a donation of any amount or a donation of a certain amount, but you can get them uh, by going to our website, thechristianworldview.org. And just a thank you to all of you who support uh, us financially, uh, the ministry of the Christian Worldview, and also write encouraging notes. We are just, we're always just humbled by uh, just the kind and encouraging notes and emails we receive on a regular basis, so thank you for that. Our our topic today is why do the wicked prosper? Where we're asking that question in light of the fact that this, I mean, just really truly incredible uh, allegations of that this election potentially was fraudulently won by by Joe Biden. Of course, it's going to have to be proved in court, but there seems to be all sorts of mounting evidence, and uh, just praying. All should be praying that this is made clear in the coming weeks. We really need to know that, otherwise, this is the very foundation of our constitutional republic is at stake here. Uh, so we want the truth to come out. And uh, our guest today is Robert Knight, a columnist for One News Now and also the Washington Times. And I was asking him about the FBI and what has taken place in that particular institution. Let's get back to the interview with Robert Knight. 
where is the FBI in all of this? I mean, in other words, why isn't the FBI, especially in light of the fact that throughout the Trump administration, uh, from the fact that uh, from the start of the, the kind of the fake dossier against Trump to spying on his campaign uh, to the fraudulent accusations of collusion with Russia that the impeachment was based on and so many other things. Do we have a Federal Bureau of Investigation anymore that's nonpartisan or is it completely weak? That can't be trusted at all either. Well, there are a lot of good FBI agents still on the job. And in fact, I actually know one. Um, and he's a straight arrow, uh, and I think he's appalled at, at the corruption uh, that the American public has learned about, uh, especially with regard to the spying on the Trump administration, uh, doctoring uh, emails in order to fool a FISA court, in order to get warrants to spy on the Trump campaign. Uh, James Comey uh, having a confidential conversation with the president of the United States and then leaking the memo to someone who gave it to the New York Times. I mean, th- this is conduct that uh, might even be regarded as treasonous. And and so far, nobody's paid a price for it. And I, a lot of Americans are scratching their heads and saying, my goodness, the evidence is there. It's all been documented about misbehavior uh, that, that constitutes perhaps treason, And where are the indictments? Uh, John Durham, the investigator, is still conducting his investigation, and it seems to be going on forever. I imagine that would be shut down immediately if Joe Biden is sworn into office in late January. Uh, If President Trump is re-sworn in, I'd like to think it it could all be brought out, or maybe even before then, uh, because there's a lot there. And Americans should know uh, that they're Investigative agencies, the most powerful police unit in America, the FBI, uh, should be trusted. Right now, we don't trust our security agencies like the CIA. We don't trust the FBI. We certainly don't trust the IRS. Uh, We saw what they did to the Tea Parties uh, in 2009 and 2010 when they were weaponized by the Obama administration. Uh, that that's another thing, David, that concerns me greatly, that if uh, Joe Biden takes over the presidency, it'll be pretty much the third term of an Obama administration where federal agencies were weaponized against conservatives, <laughs> against Christians, against the Tea Parties. This time around, they may want to finish the job and yeah. make sure that there will be no meaningful opposition to their rule. Uh, certainly, it's not comforting to know that Kamala Harris – Uh, could be on the verge of being the next president, given Joe Biden's decline. Uh, She is Marxist to the core. She is from the Bay Area. Her dad was a socialist professor. Uh, Many of her contemporaries and supporters are Marxists, people who have guided her philosophy. Uh, She was the senator who introduced the bill uh, a couple of years ago to overturn the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, Uh, That was the legislation that put some teeth into federal law to protect religious institutions from being treated badly, unlike any other institutions in society. She wants to get rid of that. What does that tell you about the regard she has for Christians? 
or even today I read an article or a column about the fact that the human rights campaign, the, the homosexual, big homosexual mm-hmm. lobby group, put out a piece of recommendation that there would not be accreditation given to any schools that don't affirm the LGBTQ agenda. Uh, you, you talk about yeah. a tightening noose, but that's what you can expect uh, from a, a Biden administration. I think it's actually probably going to be far worse than the Obama administration, if that's possible, because we're further along now and leftism is further entrenched. The party's moved even more to the left. How would you answer that, Robert? What do you think we can expect from if, in fact, these allegations of fraud don't overturn the election? What do you think uh, Christians should be thinking about from a potential Joe Biden administration? Expect to see legal threats leveled against uh, Christian institutions like schools, uh, Christian-owned businesses. Uh, This is for keeps. They're talking about criminalizing Christianity by transforming biblical values into a form of bigotry that's actionable under the law. Uh, That's what the Equality Act would do. That's what would be passed if the Democrats get control of both houses of Congress and the presidency. Uh, It's probably the most dangerous piece of legislation in American history. It would make Christians second-class citizens. I think Jennifer Roback Morse of the Ruth Institute put it best when she said, a government that can force you to say that Bruce Jenner is a woman is powerful enough to force you to do anything. Because think about it. Uh, The government, if the transgender lobby gets its way, uh, will be able to force people into lying and denying science. You know, that's, that's one of the phrases that the Democrats have been throwing around. Follow the science. We're going to follow the science, unlike uh, the President Trump uh, on COVID and other things. Well, no, they're not following the science. They're ignoring biology. They're ignoring just human reason that men and women are different. Uh, When it suits them, they ignore the science uh, continually. Uh, But the worst part is they may be deluded Uh, That's one thing. But to force that delusion using the power of the law on the rest of us is their real agenda. Mm. That's why I've often said the homosexual agenda, which is now the LGBTQ agenda, really is the criminalization of Christianity. That's the end game. And Christians need to know that. Here are a couple other things on their laundry list. They want to pass the Green New Deal, uh, which would bankrupt the economy. It, it's an extreme form of environmentalism. It would rip apart the energy industry, which has made America energy independent for the first time uh, in decades, a, a net exporter to the world. So it would have enormous economic implications. But more than that, it would uh, it would criminalize lots of what is now just legal activity by everybody. People who are chomping at the bit to get in power if Joe Biden is declared the president have made it very clear they have a Marxist worldview, which includes the ends justifying the means, which means they will use extra legal means to force everyone to conform to their worldview. That's what's at stake here. Uh, They're talking about packing the Supreme Court, adding justices. They're talking about adding two senators in uh, Puerto Rico and D.C. by making them states. Uh, They're talking about passing the uh, H.R. 1, the For the People Act, which is a very communist-sounding act. That would wipe out all election safeguards, get rid of voter ID laws, 
uh, allows states to have ballot harvesting where anybody can pick up ballots, which destroys the whole idea of the secret ballot, it would pretty much undo election safeguards so they could uh, have vote fraud as much as they want. Uh, there are any number of big, huge legislative proposals they've already put on the table that all add up to socialism. They add up to a more powerful central government that will crush opposition. I, I'm not exaggerating, David, when I say this, that what they really want to do is turn us into sort of a Marxist version of Sodom and Gomorrah. Robert, thank you for coming on the Christian Realview today. These certainly are trying times. We need to be praying that the truth would come out about this election. Just thank you again and all of God's best and grace to you. Oh, thank you, David. I appreciate you having me on. God bless. Okay, that was Robert Knight, everyone. You can, again, sign up for his weekly column by emailing him, robertknight4gmail.com. His website is robertknight.com. And I want to say his last answer there, as he talked about what the left is trying to do in this country, I think he is absolutely correct in his assessment. And this, the evidence bears that out. This is the policies they push. And I think it's sometimes hard for Christians, Christian minds to try to get our minds wrapped around those who want to destroy the, the foundations of this Christ, uh, country, you know, consider us illegitimate, uh, you know, the push, the immorality they do, everything else. And you just think, well, why would they want you, you just radically you know, transform the United States of America, fundamentally transform, as, it, as it's been said. You know, who, why would they want to do Isn't this a great country? They don't see it that way. They reject God and those who follow him. They want to get out from under the authority of God, and they have to do all sorts of things politically, governmentally, uh, to force that change. So the question is, the follow-up the interview today is, why does the left keep making ungodly progress in this country? In other words, why does that take place? Why has secularism, uh, sexual immorality, humanism become more institutionally and culturally advanced. Even despite some you know, Republican leadership in time, it seems like the left makes advances year after year after year. Why does that happen? Well, I think there are two reasons for that, and we'll discuss those right after this last break of the day here on The Christian Royal View. Who is George Soros, and what does he believe? Are you religious? No. Do you believe in God? No. Soros told the independent newspaper in Great Britain, it is a sort of disease when you consider yourself some kind of God, the creator of everything. But I feel comfortable about it now since I began to live it out. Soros spends his billions to transform America into godless socialism. Be informed about him and the organizations he funds by ordering this George Soros resource bundle, which includes a 60-minute DVD, 60-page book, and 16-page follow-the-money chart and guide for a donation of $50 or more to the Christian Worldview. To order, call one 646 or write to Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota, 55331, or visit thechristianworldview.org. That's thechristianworldview.org. Be sure to take advantage of two free resources that will keep you informed and sharpen your worldview. The first is the Christian Worldview Weekly Email, which comes to your inbox each Friday. It contains a preview of the upcoming radio program, along with need-to-read articles, featured resources, special events, and audio of the previous program. 
The second is the Christian Worldview Annual Print Letter, which is delivered to your mailbox in November. It contains a year-end letter from host David Wheaton and a listing of our store items, including DVDs, books, children's materials, and more. You can sign up for the weekly email and annual print letter by visiting thechristianworldview.org or calling 1-888-646-2233. Your email and mailing address will never be shared, and you can unsubscribe at any time. Call 1-888-646-2233 or visit thechristianworldview.org. All right, welcome back to The Christian Realview. I'm David Wheaton. Let's get to our topic here. Why do the wicked prosper? In other words, why does the left keep making ungodly process? And I call it ungodly because it's the policies they advocate for are God-rejecting, whether it's just unfettered uh, murder of the unborn, the, the, the relentless pushing of sexual immorality, whether homosexuality, transgenderism, uh, anything to do with what rejects God's plan for morality, the suppression, the marginalization of Christianity has to be shut down. If you're a business, you cannot abide by your own uh, beliefs uh, if it opposes the homosexual agenda, the, the pushing of the great lie of evolution that there is no God and we all evolved over millions of years, the deceit, the lies about the founding of this country. This is not a perfect country. Uh, but it was certainly founded uh, with good intents and good principles. Uh, this the, the whitewashing of American history. This, this is ungodly stuff. And this secularism, this immorality, this humanism, or even this religious humanism, even when there's a, there's a tinge of God in the, in the progressive uh, religious left, this has become more entrenched institutionally in our institutions, whether media or government or schools or corporate America, but also culturally by just the general uh, population as well. This bears out in surveys. People are just less God-fearing now than they used to be, despite the fact that we've had some Republican leaders over time. Again, the Republican Party is not the Christian Party. I feel like I have to repeat that all the time, lest people misunderstand. I'm not saying that, but the left just directly opposes uh, anything that honors God. And so is it that the left's ideas are, are better than the right's ideas, so they win out in the end? I, I don't think so. I think they're much worse ideas. But I think there are two reasons why the, the ungodly, the wicked prosper. And the first is that for the left, politics is their top priority. It's like that's their religion, and they pursue it that way. In other words, they're much more zealous, the left is, about uh, pursuing politically their objectives. And politics is the most effective human way, at least, to achieve their ends. Because, again, politics, government, at, at the end of the line is force. If you don't comply, uh, we come and arrest you. And so there's always force. So you don't need to persuade hearts and minds so much. You don't need to evangelize and disciple so much. You just need to pass laws, get people into power to pass laws on those who are non-discerning, who have grown up in government schools and been brainwashed all the way along, you just need to you need to take control over the, your helpless subjects, basically. And then when you do that, and you believe that this life is all there is, that's what the left believes. There's there's no heaven and hell, and and and, and if there is hell hell uh, heaven for the religious left, 
then you have to do good to attain it, and doing good is doing political good through big government means. This life is only in everything, okay? Therefore, they work, they are more zealous, they work harder at politics than the right, and with more zeal than conservatives. And meanwhile, you have Christians and conservatives who their top priority is, well, family and marriage and uh, working and providing for their family, and, and who also believe, many of them, especially the Christians, believe that there is a, a greater citizenship ahead in heaven. So this life is is wonderful for us. We, we're citizens of earth, and we want good laws to be established. We want God's kingdom to be advanced on earth, but we also know that it's never going to be. Uh, it's actually going to end up going the wrong direction in the future before Christ returns, but there's a greater life ahead in heaven someday. So that's one major difference is that the, 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 the zealousness, the priority on the left is much more advanced, much more, they're much more zealous about achieving their ends on this earth. Number two, second reason why the wicked prosper and why they advance their ungodly agenda is that they aren't bound. They don't bind themselves to the same moral and ethical restraints or constraints as Christians. Basically, they're more unethical. In other words, if you don't believe in, in God, you don't fear God and love God, you're not under, you take yourself out from under the authority of Scripture, you're going to lie. You're going to deceive through twisting language and euphemisms, you know, the, the uh, Equality Act or the For the People Act. It's all this twisting, or it's a women's, woman's right to health care. Who could be, that's just a, a code for the murder of the unborn. So you're going to lie, you're going to deceive through tr- twisting language, you're going to cheat, and maybe in elections, you're going to use foul language to intimidate, you're going to try to marginalize people who don't agree with you, and ultimately you're going to use violence to get your way. In other words, he who fights dirtier usually wins in this world. In other words, if you're willing to go a little lower than your opposition, you're usually the one that's going to to win because it's not a, not a fair fight. You're not both sides are not playing by the same rules. Whereas Christians conservatives are restrained by the ethical constraints of let's say a Christian worldview. The left is not. They don't. Well, no. We can the ends justify the means. In other words, whatever the objective end that we want, uh, you know, let's say it's uh, something to do with uh, you know transgenderism. Uh, whatever mean that 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 is the end we want. We believe it's a good end. So whatever way we can use, even if it's kind of an unethical way of getting there, tell people that oh no, uh, gender is a choice, and you can change your gender and just lie like that. It's okay to get to that good end. So another example: a woman must be able to have sex, uh, but not have to bear a child like a man, because a man can have sex and not have to bear a child. So we should have equality there. So that's a good. That, that women must be able to have sex and not have a child. So whatever means to accomplish that end are good. So you can just lie about what a child is in the womb and call it a fetus or a group of cells. You can deceive like Planned Parenthood does and say that, that their organization is really about you know breast cancer screenings. You can intimidate people ultimately because you want to get to your, quote, good end. So examples of this are just that's why cheating an election, no problem commit fraud in the election. It's, it's a better end. It's good that Donald Trump would not be president again because he's a racist. Okay, so the good is we must get Joe Biden in power. He's going to achieve all our utopian, dystopian visions. That's why you see in the street 
you look at these protests over the summer, people protesting, the F word is everywhere. They're screaming it in people's faces on signs on the streets because they're not constrained by, by using obscenity like that. They know it's a good way to intimidate people. People will back down when they have the F word screamed in their face enough times. That's why they're willing to marginalize Christians. We mentioned earlier in the program, the Human Rights Campaign. It wants Christian schools to not be accredited. You just, well, just wait for that if Biden gets in power. Harvard recently said they're not going to have any speakers from the Trump administration at their school like they typically do after political administrations are, are out of power. Again, this, you marginalize people. If you're a Christian business owner, you, you, if you don't service a so-called homosexual wedding, you're out. You, you're, you're done. So intimidation, violence, burning, looting, Antifa, these are the means they use, that they aren't bound by the same moral and ethical restraints. And so they, they, re they reach their end. And I wish I had time to read Psalm 73. That's going to be all of our homework today. Read that, how the, the godly man saw the wicked prosper, but then he realized their end. And he came to praise God, knowing that it is always better to follow God's way than to achieve the wicked ends of those who are wicked on this earth. Thank you for joining us today on the Christian Real View. Until next time, think biblically and live accordingly. We hope today's broadcast turned your heart toward God, His Word, and His Son. To order a CD copy of today's program or sign up for our free weekly email, or to find out how you can be reconciled to God through Jesus Christ, go to our website, thechristianworldview.org, or call us toll-free at 1-888-646-2233. The Christian Worldview is a weekly one-hour radio program that is furnished by the Overcomer Foundation and is supported by listeners and sponsors. Request one of our current resources with your donation of any amount. Go to thechristianworldview.org. Or call us toll-free at 1-888-646-2233. Or write to us at Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota, 55331. That's Box 401, Excelsior, Minnesota, 55331. Thanks for listening to The Christian Worldview. Until next time, think biblically and live accordingly.